and welcome to my self-tape of my pitch for my new streaming series, Dwayne Stream Media. It sort of um, uh, focuses on a character called Dwayne, who uh, is fired from uh, a current affairs show. I won't get into why now, that's, you'll have to sort of watch the pilot for that. Uh, but he ends yeah. up sort of forging his own career online, sort of doing a stream. Um, video, video stream? Yeah. And it's just sort of really about the trials and tribulations of... Um, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne and his new sort of streaming enterprise. Sort of iCarly meets the West Wing... Meets the Sopranos, uh, meets Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Come on, a little bit of the Sweet Life on you deck. Go on there, on there. Um, where does the deck part go on? Are they all on a boat? There is an episode where Dwayne goes on a boat. It's like, wow! I've and heard he sort of, of tries to take all his recording is... gear with him, and then he drops it into the pool. And he goes, I've heard of Hell's Teeth streaming, but this is ridiculous. And he points at the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said. I'd heard of streaming, <laughs> but this is one step too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're like the whole ocean, yeah. oceaning, and he tries to do that. Who do you think might play Dwayne? Well, look. Sorry, my my mind did go to The Rock Johnson. Um, Why? No, it's T- Tim Robbins. <laughs> Tim Robbins, star of Shawshank Redemption, and director yeah, yeah. in his own right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the guy. Okay. Well, well, well look. This sounds like a great project. Thanks. Um, th- th- thank you. Leave my office. Now. Okay, bye. Welcome. Uh, that's your different guy. Yeah, I'm now. D- now I'm just me. I'm J- now Jamie. Left. Jamie, one of the three hosts of the even worse idea of all time. Wow. That pitch was crazy. That's I'm, Oliver speaking. Here we are in our office overlooking central. This is Alice speaking. Central Wellington. I look at the bright lights. I look at the opportunity out there, and I think business. I think commerce. I think I'm real keen to get my teeth into some dollars. And Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two is the way to do this. This is our thirtieth. I say that with an asterisk. Watch of the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part Two. Mm. Uh, I had a good time. Yeah. I was doing all right. I Alistair was, right. was... um, I was pretty tough. I found the movie really difficult to kind of access on, I don't know, an intellectual <coughs> or an emotional level this week. I, uh... Alistair's among some sheep, and so there's some, there might be some, some crinkling there. Um, that's just sort of... It's audio gold, baby. Um, I was also tired, so I, I, I did slightly fall asleep who, at one whom point. here fell asleep? Oh, oh I did. There's I did only one arm being raised, and it's a guilty Alistair. Luckily, I was awoken when they placed the Yui boom next to my head and played gunshots at full volume. Alistair, yeah. we did a good prank on Alistair where he, he so he was sort of nodding off during the film, and we thought let's let's get him, let's make him think there's what, some emergency what, has happened. What, what, we thought what's one thing Alistair hates? Gu- guns. He freaks out when people are shooting. <laughs> when people are shooting around him. But it's shooting innocent people, he freaks out. So we thought, let's simulate. <laughs> That's some- crazy. You try and tell him it's irrational, but the dude just can't. He can't get over it. So look, the time comes to us all when we'll be shot by a submachine gun in our bedroom. <laughs> and and we thought, well, let's bring that to Alistair. Let's bring the experience right to this this very dormitory here. And we, and, uh, we faked it. We put the Yui Boom right up to his little old ear. 
And I played a video called 30 Minutes of Nonstop Machine Gun Sound. I'll tell you what, they give you they give you what you ask for. Does what it says on the tin. Now look, we didn't listen to the whole thing. No. Maybe towards the, the 25 minutes they start getting lazy. <laughs> <laughs> they start monologuing from Shakespeare. They don't have enough gun sounds to fill it. Uh, look, let's just say that Adlister had quite a rude awakening. Uh, the, the absolute fright of his life. Uh... <laughs> Cool, cool urine, bro. He, Oliver, he did wheeze. Oliver was writhing on the bed. I was sort of wailing, going, "Oh yeah. no, please!" I was sort please, of being the main no. victim. I was, I was sort of the, my acting. I don't know if you saw from the performance, but I was being the one being mostly riddled with the bullets, and you were my like. Yeah, you, I was you sort mostly of wa- missed. I was the sort action. of watching the gu- the gunman didn't seem to take much of a shine to me. You know, he sort of left real, me alone. Real shame. Just. Share part of it. I didn't actually realise it was gun sounds that they were playing. What did you What did you think it was? I know, just extremely loud, harsh noise. Just really experimental music. Yeah, and I was like, you can always get into this, but it was a bit of a rude awakening, and it was definitely um, unpleasantly loud next to my ear. Yeah. Well, I guess that was sort of the, the main thing we were going for. It was, hey, it was just general unpleasantness, just really ruining your sleep. So if we succeeded in that goal. Yeah, well, look. I mean, look. You we, we, uh, in a normal situation, Alistair, what we what we w- did might have been considered rude, but the fact was that we were we were mid watch of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two, and that's something you were technically supposed to be awake for. Yeah, that is, that is fair. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie is sort of hovering over Alistair like a, a, yeah, Alistair's a mother bird. His head's in my lap, and so I'll sort of lean over him and point the it's mic. Quite a nice vibe. I, I but like it's like it. he's it's yeah, like he's sorry, I realize the, the blue light shining in your eye. I'll try no, to no, that's okay. it's like he's providing loving medical care to his dying mother. <laughs> uh you are sort of administering euthanasia and yeah, being very kind in a final moment. It's like we, at this point we, we know there's nothing we can do to save him, but it's just about making uh, the last the process that are comfortable. Is it gotta be a positive time. Hey look, why do you think they call us the mad dogs of podcasting? <laughs> Probably the two out of three of us having rabies thing. <laughs> so it's real, really. <laughs> it's not the reputation I wanted to create, but look, if, if it gets our name out there, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be bloody foaming it now all day. I've got no choice. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Do you think it's more of a metaphor that they're going for? Yeah, maybe just sort of our sort of ruthless. Um Attitude. Well, we're certainly the bad boys of, of, of radio. The fact that we sort of viciously dig our claws into the establishment. Absolutely. And the the, the people criticising the establishment. No one is safe from our talents. We, we really want to go for both of them and cover most of the uh, bases. Mm. Uh, Speaking sp- of bases. Yeah. I got to second base. to hear you. I don't know. Sorry, I was trying to do some play. That's pretty good. Alkaline. Alkaline. I don't know. Um... Well, I was going to ask his what, name's Al. You could oh, yeah. do something there. Al, Cal- Kaline, you to tell me about what your shining light of the film was this week. That works. Uh, I, I would argue that it in fact didn't work. <laughs> my my shining light uh, was again. Honestly, I really feel like not much of the film presented itself to me in a way that I was able to engage with. I do quite like the bit in the fight where the vampire Vladimir is um is doing some punching. I think he's his punching is quite a lot better than other vampires. He really looks like he's going to, you know, do some violence on a lot of the other ones are doing these kind of big showy like I don't know, shoves or like backhand punches which which doesn't re- it looks like they're doing like cheap stage combat but this guy's really like fucking looks like he's yeah beating the shit out of some cunts so 
Whoa. I don't know. There was a there was a good level of. That's what you want, isn't it? It's a fight. It's oh, a, look! I just think it's a bit hey. of contrast. You're like, wow, that guy's going oh, for it. <laughs> thought you thought you were coming in aggressive on me. You were just putting passion into your voice. Sorry, I, uh, I was really ready to have a, a sort of war of words. Oh, that's good. I don't want to. I, I've got I'll no come words. Come straight at you. I've got nothing in the barrel because I think you're a good. Claws I think you're trying and hard. And fists and I'll probably rub up against you. Would you in a oh? Would you have like lay, lay, razors on your body so you like? Uh, give you a little rub. That seems like it could go wrong for me. Because then it's easily. like it'll be cool in a film, and you like hug me, and I'm like, oh, the the war is over, and then I'm like, oh, 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 and then I realise <laughs> that I'm being lacerated with a million tiny blades. That would be pretty good. And you do a little smile, and I just fall away, and there's no sound. I just fall away. Wouldn't yeah. you notice if I just like sellotape lots of razor blades to myself? <laughs> I feel like in that situation, you could simply not give me a hug. I think you're probably wearing a real big coat, and I yeah. love to hug men with real big coats. Maybe. Maybe. What's under there? I like to wear pretty, pretty form-fitting, kind of like a sports blazer, it's, maybe. It's and it's like a. A Christmas surprise because there's always something new under there. I don't know. Often four Dobermans or Dobermans. I don't know the plural for big dogs, but they're vicious. The plural for big dogs. Us boys. Is big dog guy? No, ask. I'm linking it back to when he said we're mad dogs. Alice said nice. He said off mic. No, don't give it back to him. Sorry. Um. (laughs) (laughs) My shining light was when Uh, um. Jacob was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. And he looks like he's. I like that too. Yeah. And, I that pretty inspiring. He looked ready <laughs> yeah, for it. You a, really took after that, actually, didn't you, Alistair? You saw that and you thought, I'm going to emulate that. I thought, that guy looks like he's having a better time than me. <laughs> um, he does a big sigh in that bit, which I sort of feel like I never really noticed before. And this week he's sort of lying mm. there asleep and goes. <laughs> Do you think it's just. That, that probably sounded awful. I liked it. Like from on here. audio. Big like, nose action, like that was really yeah, good. Yeah, so but if there's actually some gunk in my nose that sort of was rat- rattling around in there. <laughs> and so you can always hear that. It's quite a visceral a, experience. But I think that's important. Listener. It adds a little rattle. Like too often on on these radio shows, you hear such clean, sort of varnished, um, mm. big sniffs, and it's like there's no, there's no texture in that. There's it's no so grit. overproduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, so yeah. sleek, and it's un- unrealistic standard of. <sighs> See, I think my that, right one. We're had, really going to be turning people off with that. Or on. Yeah, we're true. But there's no way of catering to all of our listeners and what they find yeah. erotic. I think we people just, are crying out for something <laughs> raw, something real. Um, and that's that's that. Oliver, what was your shining light? Oh, mate, mate. Yeah, time and time again, you come to me and you ask this. This is the same answer every week. Mm-hmm. Um. I like that I'm re- I, oh, oh boy oh boy you do not have one see I didn't either but I just quickly said that it was mm. Jacob sleeping on the couch no. not, not really a great one but <laughs> something yeah so it was when um, no I think I think I can hone in it was sort of central something in the middle of the movie I guess when um, <laughs> when 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 the guy was singing the animals house of the rising sun oh, yeah. was the guy that Garrett kills. first got by his throat because I felt this genuine pang of no no don't kill this man he's just singing a song he's just and so it was my shining light because 
I was reacting to this moment on a on a real level of like, don't kill this man. And I don't know if that's what they want because I think we're meant to think that Jarrett is a cool guy <laughs> for killing this man. It's like, we all hate this bloody song. And it's like, no, I feel like critically it's pretty acclaimed. And I was like, no, you can't kill him. So it was to conclude. It feels like I need to write a conclusion. It feels like that yep. was a meandering essay. Okay. The fact that it touched my emotions mm-hmm. in this film, directed by Frank Darabont. <laughs> He's the director of the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> the amount of fucking times in year 12 at school I wrote the words Frank Darabont. Yeah, me too. Director, 1994 fucking movie. I've seen Shawshank Redemption eight times. All right. Look, I don't know a thing about Frank Darabont's personal life, but if he'd just back off and stay out of mine... <laughs> Because it feels like he's been really intrusive for the amount of, you know, he's not in my life in any other context. Get out, Frank. I'm sure he's a great guy. He makes a lovely tomato bisque. And if you visit frankdarabont.com and enter the code even worse, you get a slightly cheaper bisque. He'll send it to you. He sends it in an envelope. So it's like... A dripping yeah, red dripping he tapes up he, like he, to the best of his ability he says envelope but it's yeah. a small quibble for what is a really poor <laughs> enterprise on his behalf but it's kind of nice it's kind of rustic he's, he's handwritten your address on it it's, it's, it's hard good, to it's, read it's now because it's sort of seeming little through. bits that you can sort of um, yeah Alistair seems to be clutching for a mic oh I didn't know if he, he did look like he was touching his hair he, he was for the mic oh yeah. sorry <laughs> I mean, well, I just had something I wanted to say about the movie, but do you guys want to keep talking about other stuff first? No, no. no. You, can about, of... you can say something about the movie. Alistair, that sounded mean. No, it wasn't mean. It, okay. was, it was genuine. It was because sometimes I, I, I feel like I bring the movie up at the wrong time. No, no, and honestly, it kind of, it love really it. Worth it. I don't think we had much, I don't think we had further legs with that bit. Like, I what else is Frank Darabont sending? Leg, yeah. Meatloaf. Meat Quite close to my groin there, so don't don't go clutching too yeah, much. Yeah, I sort of realised that I had my hand, so I was leaning, and it was actually quite close to Alistair's body. Alistair, people are listening for hot takes about Breaking Dawn Part 2, and I'm never going to get in the way of this. What, do, what would you like to say? No, look, I just think that one of the, the real flaws for me with the film is, is, is something we've kind of touched <laughs> on. It's the fact that we never really see any of the travelling. I think that's what makes it feel so artificial and rushed. It's because there's no kind of, like, uh, weight to the characters going from scene to scene. Okay, which... which Because I think that's good that we don't see Bella's fucking road trips to No, like, it obviously is. You can't go around showing that, and the movie would drag. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's because the characters are so weak. I'd like to see, like, the foreign vampires getting to um, Forks, Washington, because... I'd love to see Rami Malek's character on a plane. I think he'd freak out. <laughs> I think he'd absolutely lose his mind. He, do you think he can fly? Uh, no, I think he needs to fly on Virgin Airlines. And his girlfriend can fly, and he has to trust Richard Branson with his life. Surely he could sort of manipulate the wind and such. Well, that's what I was thinking. Works. No, he manipulate, but he has to be in a plane. His body's not very aerodynamic. Yeah. So he has to sit there. He no, g- I'm sure. Okay, like probably not transatlantic flights, but like for sure bursts. I reckon he could probably like blow himself around a bit. The thing he's scared of is not heights in the planes, but it's the toilets that suck away your your, your waste in an instant. 
And it's like, there's it's no so water bad. here. There's like, <laughs> and then the, the flap like closes up, and it's yeah. like, well, you've really eradicated what I have done. Yeah. Um, but 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 at what cost? <laughs> Where is this going, and how has this happened? It feels a bit hostile. It feels like it's kind of. Mm. Really, really wanting you to leave as soon as possible. Because this is not, yeah, this um, is... What, what I would say, just quickly... If it, not inviting toilets on airplanes. <laughs> what I would say about that is that um, Rami Malek, the vampire, would be unlikely to use an airplane bathroom. He doesn't do poos. They don't, they don't create waste. So he probably would... He still go in there and just vibe out. Yeah, I mean, he could. No, yeah, my no, pre- there's my, no denying he could. He's well within his My premise was right that he's scared of him, so him going in there would be weird, but maybe he's trying to face his fears. What if his... I don't know. I mean, he's traveling with his girlfriend. Uh, no, she flies. Oh, okay, true. I'm trying to establish a world here. I said <laughs> she flies. Fl- I how does she fly? Oh, wings. I don't know. <laughs> how do you want her to fly? I think she flies by... Um, it's like propulsion, but from her... Anus. That works. Alistair, how do you think she flies? Um, I think she is a fairy. Yeah, I think wings. So a lot of options. <laughs> the listeners can choose which of those three they prefer and have a good time imagining her flying. What's that? I think it's just your wallet or something. Yeah, it's my wallet and my jeans. That's all right. Don't have to worry about that. Um, what else about the movie was... He is in, in the, the attic, attic getting, getting up to no good. Alistair the Vampire. This week is Alistair's turn. Is it actually? To- I feel like I haven't done it in ages, so I'm happy to do this it. This week is Ali- uh, Jamie's turn. Yeah. Um, look, Alistair is a vampire. He arrives on the scene. He's a bit begrudging. He doesn't necessarily want to be there. He's Whoa. saying, this is too much for me. I just want some quiet time. So he heads up into the attic of the Cullens household. Uh, and we like to guess every week what he's doing up there. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it somewhere in between? This week, I think he's tuning in to the latest episode of Dwayne Stream Media. <laughs> and it's a crazy time for him to tune in, actually, because in this particular episode, Dwayne is battling uh, an ancient vampire sect about, you know, sort of over the the fact that he's um, created an immortal child it's an episode I wrote (laughs) when I was in quite a dark place uh, and I didn't really know what I was going I sort of like at that point I'd sort of lost it a bit and I just thought fucking why not why why can't Dwayne have a vampire child and looking back it's sort of the one episode that I think (laughs) I did drop the ball on it doesn't really fit seamlessly into the rest of the season just quickly what's your best episode Um, the boat one's up there yeah but the best one is probably one where Dwayne spends the day at at a Korean day spa yeah, so it's a very surreal sort of concept episode. There's no dialogue. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's really um, relaxing. And I think I sort of took inspiration from your Wally, your Up, you know, telling telling a short emotional story mm. without dialogue, you know. Um, and so it's sort of just, it's visual, isn't it? It's all, it's all visual. And you, you don't need words sometimes. It stunned me. In the middle of a uh, season, which was um, abrasive, uh, mm. n- noisy, yeah, off-putting. 
yeah. uh, in many in many ways offensive. Look, all, um, all words that I've heard from to, before, to the yeah, these, these are the describing words of the show. Um, I won't say shocking, because I feel like it wanted to be there. It was just, I guess, well, sad. Um, so in the middle yeah. of all that, it was a nice... Um, just a bit of, 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 of filmmaking, just going, there is competence here. There is a... The cameras are rolling. The actors are doing their thing. There's a soundtrack. This is this is right. I think sometimes it's about, you know, yes, I was working with a studio's budget. Yes, there were, you know, hundreds of crew involved. Um, you know, yes, there was, a, there was a schedule that we were working to, but... I sort of took with that, and I just thought, well, fucking why? Let's just let's just have a bit of fun. You um, noticed the week that that aired, mm. um, I actually replied to your weekly text asking, "Proud of me?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, essentially." And, and that I was, think I think that's that was really validating for me. Um, we ha- we won't be doing a season two. Um, that that's just to be clear, that's that's not my choice. That is, we have been cancelled. Um, just in case, because you know, obviously sometimes people have also been cancelled. Isn't that isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I am sort of socially outcast. Um, most people would would say that I've done some pretty bad things and some pretty. Um, that's yeah. that's why we've got you on this show. We like we like those bad things. Yeah, we're really into it. Can you just kind of <laughs> speak maybe to how you think the. The liberal Twitter arty have uh, have poisoned the discourse in this country. Yeah, look, I think um, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a can of worms to to get into it, isn't it? Uh, you know, once Please I do. Oh, okay, um, I'm, I'm hungry for worms, baby. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, look, I um, there there are many different views out there. I mean, the one um, that came after J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Alex, this is. Alex I'm, is I'm worrying now that whatever. I, no, look, I probably. You don't I probably, need to align yourself with these views. What you can do. Also, I'm, I'm jumping out. I'm jumping out of the bit now because what? I worry that it will go on for too long, and then people will forget that I'm doing a bit, and will just yeah. genuinely think that I'm. Yeah, that you've got into myself with Jackie Rowling, which I definitely do not. Yeah, none of, none of us do, for the record. I think what's hap- I think Alistair was challenging Jamie's yes and ethos, and I appreciate that. Because I think I've I think I've sort of no butted, but at no, a time where I'm I like, think you've, you've you've drawn a line, you know, pretty clearly, pretty respectfully. I can appreciate that, and I think probably it was the right decision. <laughs> I, th- I think it's I think it's good that we uh, having this discussion <laughs> that we can go we talk about the behind the scenes and go. Look, we're pretty, we're shock jocks, all right? But <laughs> sometimes we, we've got to talk about what's right and wrong. Yeah. And um, look, I, I believe that um, that was a great shining light. And I loved hearing about <laughs> your show. It wasn't shining light, that was, um, that was the other segment. Alistair in the attic. Yeah. Sorry. It was, it, sorry. Speaking of other segments. Hey, mm. um, oh. Okay, no, sorry, don't worry, don't no, worry. Stop, no, stop, no, no, no. stop. I, I do worry. You, you do it, you do it. I feel like maybe we've got too many segments. What? I feel like the episodes have become not formulaic, but I feel like we're kind of we're we're at risk of doing what the film is doing where we just kind of march through mm. these these boxes that we have to tick. I do get you, but I feel like we haven't done this one yeah, in I quite think a while. I think the or, last or two episodes we've not done. Teams. Like I feel like we we've been pretty lackluster Alistair, on that. So. I like, no, 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 fair enough. Alistair, Alistair, here's a compromise. I think I think it's good to not feel we have to do them all every episode. 
But I think it's good that they're all there because we can come I up with a crazy that. segment and go, we'll do this. And we don't have to do it everywhere. I can I come feel, up with a new segment this week. I feel like Shining Light, we maybe should. That sort of feels like a challenge part almost. That yeah, like no, maybe Shining Light, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, look, sometimes we might want to talk about what's happening in the attic. I'm also. F- yeah, f- Alistair clearly didn't. He'd rather talk about his um, unwavering support for J.K. Rowling. But <laughs> um, there, are, there are a lot of viewpoints out there, aren't there? Um, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I've definitely phoned in the last few f- sh- fucking shining lights as well. At the end of the day, uh, okay. it's all it's all up to that. It's all up to us, isn't it? We can do what we want, really. We can, yeah. There's no if one. We, if we don't do them some weeks, that's fine. Alistair, if you did a one-off segment this week and we didn't have to talk about whatever the other one is, what would you want to say? Make it do a theme and make a segment. Invent a segment. I'll do a theme. What's that's a good pretty. segment? Just a one-off. <laughs> I know you said less segments, but I want a one-off segment. Um, Sorry, I meant fewer. Just I'm say not, an idea and I'll do a theme for you. Okay, what about the... I mean, I know we said we didn't want it, but what about the the, the messing road trip? Great. Jamie, harmonise with me. Yeah. Right. I'm Every week we talk about what's on the on the road on the road with Bella and Jacob. It's actually funny because Kristen Stewart was in a film called On the Road based on the Jack Kerouac novel. Bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know she was. When was that? Uh, oh fuck! I read that uh, book. Like 2013. I yeah. read that book. I think it's. I'm glad I read it for my cultural sort of knowledge, but I. I I've heard it's a bit of a slog. Yeah, it, and the a lot of the attitudes. Uh, I've got problem. Yeah. Anyway. I'd have got problems that I can't articulate because I had to for an essay. I and got, I got, I got, I got problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, um, can that's, I get some? Oh, it's options. options by Pitbull. Yeah. Featuring Stephen Marley, which is Who? a hell of a song. Stephen Marley. Who the fuck is that? I don't know, but I know that at the start of the song, Pitbull goes, Stephen Marley! <laughs> like like everyone knows. Like, like well, well, if he if Pitbull's got Stephen Marley on board, he's the hook singer, he's the one who does all the option stuff. Pitbull right. just does the rap verses because he's a good, the best, he's good. <laughs> but he also goes, Stephen Marley! Stephen, I don't think that's Stephen Marley doing that. Was Stephen Marley on the road? <laughs> yeah. So Bella's, they're on a road trip with Stephen Marley. And, and the, they... Well, they happen to be in that Alaskan mall that Pitbull did the concert at. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everyone is. No, it was. It was into that town. I think it was at a mall. Do you want to uh, give some context? Because I eighty percent know what you're talking about, and I. Well, there was a, there was a competition where the mall that got the most votes would get a live. I think it was just the town that got the most votes. Okay. Well, either way. There was a, a, an obscure location yeah, that yeah, got yeah. the most votes because people from the internet thought it'd be pretty funny to send Pitbull there. And to his credit, he went. Yeah. And it just so happened that Bella and Edward were passing <laughs> through the town at the time when Pitbull was giving this legendary performance. Um, and so that's that's something that Renesmee will get to remember forever. Uh he actually he, he gave him a shout out and he, he looked down the back and he saw that they were vampires and he's in the know about vampires Pitbull is 
He's uh, he's actually a friend of the Volturi. Well, not a friend. He's he occasionally he had a he had a standing performance thing there, like a like they do in Vegas, like a residency, like a residency, exactly. Um, so a lot of the time, Pitbull is actually just in Italy. What's Aro's favorite Pitbull song? Uh he likes them all, really. What's his favorite though? <laughs> um, like the cream of the crop, Timber. Yeah, Timber. Timber, that's a great song. And what's um, what's Marcus's favourite Pitbull song? He also when, likes Timber. Well, he's doing a whole residency. I'm sure he, he explores a lot of his he back catalogue. I know you want me. They actually mostly get him to play Timber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like quite a lot of the, 80% of what he's doing is Timber. We're going to need you here for a, about two months to play Timber 20 yeah. times a night. Um, <laughs> it's pretty gruelling stuff. Pitbull wants to leave it. I like... He's pretty scared of what will happen. And he's also raking it in. They're paying him well. And the vampires, like, they show no sign of getting sick of it. Like, no, every, they love it. Every Mate, time he says... These guys have been alive since 12,000 BC. <laughs> every Imagine time- <laughs> what fucking timber sounds like to someone who's been alive since before... Since, like, the Trojan War. Imagine if you've been alive since the Trojan War and now you get to listen to timber whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't get old. Trust me, they've got patience. They're on the, they're playing the long game here. And the dancing is remarkable. Um, yeah. I mean, he's a born showman. He it, can't it, help but put his heart and down, soul into it. Those vampires. Yeah. Hey, it's weird that Pitbull released... I don't know why. He released an album called Climate Change and then Global Warming, and they're back-to-back albums. And it's like, oh, yeah. why... <laughs> it's like a pretty good message to get out there, I reckon. Yeah, it is, but I don't know if he's doing it like as a pun he's for being sexual. He's got a platform he's going to use. Oh. Like, oh, the yeah, globe's warming because okay. I've got a hot keister. Yeah, he's saying he's like global warming. It's getting hot in here because I'm so fucking hot. And then climate change, he's like, oh, I'm changing the fucking climate of music. With my latest album, yeah, yeah. So this is the climate of music right now. Well, get ready for a change. But like, also, he's he's pushing. He's, it's a great message to get across. He's like, okay, the ice caps are melting mainly because I'm horny, but also, <laughs> it's, it's also so the acts of humans. Also, greenhouse gas. He is, yeah. It's, it's intense heat. The friction he creates. Um, I once created so much friction on my penis that it bled. <laughs> Jesus Christ mm. I was discovering self-pleasure hey just... question for the audience out there have you ever had a wet dream <laughs> oh good question Pretend... Self, self-pleasure was the name of <laughs> I don't know Pitbulls... I don't have any way good to go with Pitbulls, that Pitbull's um, uh, no maybe not Pitbull maybe you have to come up with another artist like well I was going to imply it was something that you were fucking like a plank of wood that you drilled a hole in that's oh the name is self pleasure yeah that's pretty good I yeah. discovered it and like it was a bit of driftwood and mm. I don't know I saw a big rat on the beach once it was dead and it was so scary oh yeah um, I saw um, a seal on the beach once when I was kind of in a vulnerable moment and then the <laughs> seal started coughing at me from underneath a log when you say vulnerable <laughs> like emotionally or like physically ah uh, physically I was t- I was you were sad using the bathroom <laughs> using oh, the facilities where. Well, sometimes you're out there and nature calls. Oh, on and a then beach? that was also a seal. You can't do a poos on a beach. Well, I mean, I buried it, mate. Oh, are you doing a poo? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was weird. No. Beaches are quite exposed. Mate, this was uh, this is out on the south coast. It was pretty desolate. And you were sad and doing a poo. I wasn't sad. You said you were emotionally <laughs> vulnerable. No, I was physically <laughs> vulnerable because I had my trousers oh, around my ankles. I, did, I thought you said emotionally. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Just physically, I was worried the sound might come for me. Jesus yeah, Christ! Coming at your poos? No, not really. Just coming. I don't know. Kind of. Alistair was worried because he aggressively like poos. Nor me. He's kept no, all his what? poos, and no. so he was like, "Fuck! What if the ceiling is my poos?" This is bad discourse. Hey, is it? Oh, yeah. this is bad discourse. I'm gonna bring up. <sighs> anyway, look, my question for the audience was: It, it is bad discourse. Have you, ever had a, have you ever had a wet dream? Because none of us ever have, but we, you know, through getting sex education at school, were led to believe. That wet dreams were a dime it doesn't. Do you feel okay now, Alistair? Yeah, they, they seem uncommon. Write in if you've um, if you've had one. Send us a f- send us <laughs> wait, phys- wait, wait. send there's us physical proof. To say. There's one thing I wanted <laughs> Sorry, to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it was about Pitbull's albums. I've said it. I, I just I bookmarked that in my mind. I said, why has he got those albums called that? I'd just like to say I got a new shirt today, and I it's quite nice, and I think it's a real good fresh update for my look going oh. into. Going into a more summery vibe. It would be good if we ended this episode with a song by Good Shirt to say, like, Alice's shirt is good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, um, Sweet Dreams, but the dreams are wet dreams. Or Tiki Tane. She's just so sweet, so fine.